Turn in your Bibles for a reading of a psalm to Psalm 26. Psalm 26, and would to God that every one of us could read this psalm and pray this psalm in sincerity and integrity. Psalm 26. Let's all stand together to read the Word of God in unison. Together. Judge me, O Lord, for I have walked in mine integrity. I have trusted also in the Lord, therefore I shall not slide. Examine me, O Lord, and prove me. Try my reins and my heart. For thy loving kindness is before mine eyes, and I have walked in thy truth. I have not sat with vain persons, neither will I go in with dissemblers. I have hated the congregation of evildoers, and will not sit with the wicked. I will wash mine hands in innocency, so will I compass thine altar O Lord, that I may publish with the voice of thanksgiving and tell of all thy wondrous works. Lord, I have loved the habitation of thy house and the place where thine honor dwelleth. Gather not my soul with sinners, nor my life with bloody men, in whose hands is mischief and their right hand is full of bribes. But as for me, I will walk in mine integrity. Redeem me, and be merciful unto me. My foot standeth in an even place. In the congregations will I bless the Lord. Amen Amen. and amen. You may be seated. Oh, would we all be able to read this psalm in the first person and mean it with the same level of intensity that our brother David meant it. When we quote the verses, Psalm 139, verses 23 and 24, Search me, O God, and know my heart, try me and know my thoughts, and see if there be any wicked way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. We make an unspoken assumption that the only person that can speak such a psalm or make such a prayer request is one who is living for the Lord, hating sin and loving his house. Who else would say, search me, O God? No one else makes a prayer like that except those who have already set their hearts to seek the Lord, but they're asking for the Lord to reveal to them any deficiencies. In that heart. And here in Psalm 26, we have a similar kind of psalm. And this is a psalm that we should be able to pray and mean. Judge me. Judge me, O Lord. Now, the only one that wants to say words like that should be a man whose heart is right with the Lord. And he's appealing to that fact before the Lord. David's going to say at least twice in this psalm that I have walked in mine integrity. David knew he had committed his life to the Lord, and he was living appropriately, and he describes some of the character traits of a righteous life. Judge me, O Lord, for I have walked in mine integrity. I am ready for you to judge me. 
if we are living any life of compromise so that we cannot pray or read Psalm 26 in sincerity, then our lives are not good enough. We must confess our sins and come back before the Lord with the words of Psalm 26. I have trusted also in the Lord, therefore I shall not slide. He was not going to slide backward. As the last verse tells us, his foot is in an even place. When your foot is in an uneven place, you may stumble, fall, or slide, but not David. Not at this time in his life when he made this prayer. And may we be able to pray such words ourselves, like the second verse. Examine me, O Lord, and prove me. Try my reins in my heart. David comes before the Lord with great confidence. We are sinners, and as the apostle would say, Jesus Christ came into this world to save sinners, of whom he said he was chief. However, there is another way to pray as well, and that's found right here in Psalm 26. When a man is living right before the Lord and has a clean heart, he can pray that second verse. And I trust that we are able to pray like that second verse. He says in verse 3, Thy loving kindness is before mine eyes, and I have walked in thy truth. There's two aspects of a righteous man. The loving kindness of God is not lost on him. He sees it, and it's before his eyes. He sees how loving and kind God has been to him, and with a thankful heart, he appreciates all the mercies God has shown him. And he walks in the truth of his Lord. He says in verse 4, He would not have any worldly friends. I have not sat with vain persons. Persons that believe anything other than the truth. Or speak anything other than the truth. Neither will I go in with dissemblers, hypocrites, or liars. I won't go in with them. This is the character of a righteous man. He guards his friends. And so he's able to pray confidently before the Lord that he has no friends that are evil. He says in verse 5, I've hated the congregation of evildoers. It's not politically correct today to talk about hatred, but David said, I have hated the congregation of evildoers. I hate churches that do not stand for the truth. I hate men and assemblies, gatherings, associations, groups that are full of evildoers, David said. And will not sit with the wicked. He had made a decision that he would be very discriminating in his choice of friends. Verse 6, I will wash mine hands in innocency, so will I compass thine altar, O Lord. He knew that to come before the altar of God, he better have a holy life. And he said he was going to wash his hands in innocency, so there was nothing, no presumptuous sins. So he could come before the Lord and be received. That I may publish with the voice of thanksgiving and tell of all thy wondrous works. Before we offer up thanksgiving to God and give him thanks, and before we publish all the great things he has done, we better come with clean hands. That's why the Bible speaks of lifting up holy hands without wrath or doubting in 1 Timothy chapter 2. It tells us to cleanse our hands in James chapter 4. And David understood that. And we want to do that, and we must do this, and we should do it. Then we can come before the Lord with the confidence of Psalm 26. If you cannot come before the Lord with Psalm 26, and if your heart is not ready to pray these kind of words, then like I've already said, you have a problem, and you should confess it and purify your heart before the Lord. 
He says in verse 8, Lord, this is a character of a righteous man. I have loved the habitation of thy house. I love to go and dwell where you are worshipped in the place where thine honor dwelleth. No one else wants to give honor to the God of heaven outside this, outside this assembly and outside other assemblies of his saints. And so that's why we want to be there. We love that place because that's where God has given honor. He's not given honor in the world. No matter what newspaper you pick up today of any city in this so-called Christian nation, no reference will be made to the honor of God. They will honor men. They will honor fools, but they will not honor God. They will honor themselves, but they will not honor God. So we come here, the place where thine honor dwelleth. And where God reveals himself and magnifies himself. David said, Lord, gather not my soul with sinners, nor my life with bloody men, in whose hands is mischief, and their right hand is full of bribes. Lord, you are a righteous God, and you are going to punish such men. But don't gather me with them, because I am not like them. There is a time to pray that way, but there is not a time to pray that way hypocritically or arrogantly. David didn't pray hypocritically or arrogantly, but he knew that he was not to be gathered with those bloody men. Because he said in verse 11, but as for me, that but is an adversative separating verse 11 from verses 9 and 10. As for me, I will walk in mine integrity, redeem me and be merciful unto me. Make a difference because I have obeyed thee. My foot standeth in an even place in the congregations will I bless the Lord. But his blessing of the Lord was, was based upon the fact that in integrity he had worshipped the Lord. And he could call upon the Lord to judge him, prove him, and try him. Right. Is your heart clean and your hands clean and your life clean enough for you to come before the God of heaven and make a prayer like this? Is your heart right enough that you want to make a prayer like this? Judge me, prove me, and try me because I have walked in mine integrity. I have loved thy house. I have hated the congregation of evildoers. I will not sit with them or go with them. This is the discriminating life of a child of God who makes choices in life to deny himself and to deny ungodliness, worldly lusts, and worldly friends to live for the Lord. And it's this man that was a man after God's own heart that God blessed and would redeem and would not gather him with bloody men. Oh, that our hearts were as pure and as clean as David's so that we could utter such a prayer ourselves and that we could do it in sincerity and honesty. If you cannot pray this today and you do not have it in your heart to pray this today, then search your heart and find out what the problem is between you and your God because this is how we ought to speak before him. But we can only do this if we are living a holy and pure life. May God bless us to do so.